Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And welcome to our last podcast episode of 2020. Oh my God. Leave this year in the dust. Yes. Could not get here sooner. Sound not that we have not enjoyed talking to you all year. Yeah, but I mean, this has been the shining light of this year. But sound, sound the air horns. <laughs> pew pew pew! <laughs> it's time for 2020 to be out the door. Uh, and today we are going to take a little stroll through memory lane. Uh, that's not the phrase. <laughs> take. Take a little down, stroll. You got it close. Down memory close. lane. Down memory lane. We're going to revisit some of the craziest, most beautiful, most over-the-top homes of 2020. Um, we should probably start by telling our listeners that we took it upon ourselves to assign superlatives yes. to these homes that we've talked about throughout the year. We thought that would be a fun way to kind of document uh, everything that we've discussed and, um, you know, in our humble opinions give out some awards if you want to check out the photos of the homes that we're talking about please look at your show notes we will include the links to um, the stories and the photos the listing photos in the show notes yes we realize that this is a an audio um, form of media (laughs) and what we are discussing this episode is very visual so um, we would strongly urge you to go into your podcast app and uh, click the links, and you can see these these ho- these homes with us, or maybe listen and then go back and then listen to it again. This is kind of like our version of the Dundies a little bit. <laughs> I love I love that. You just had to get an office reference in there, didn't you? God, the Dundies are about the best in every one of us. Yes, this is the um, the uh, the re- the real tease. No, it doesn't work. Okay. The, ha- the house parties. The, the house parties. Let's get into the awards, shall we? Okay. We're going to start with the ugliest house of 2020. We wanted to start. I don't know why we wanted to start with this one. We just thought it would be fun to just jump right in there and dump all over some poor celebrity's home. Well, the poor celebrity is not a poor celebrity. In fact, he's a very wealthy, very successful, very stylish, like aging wonderfully celebrity. Um, people talk about his skin. His name is Pharrell Williams, and he used to own the ugliest house uh, that we've ever seen, or at least in 2020. This house, um, Pharrell sold it for $14 million, so he was able to sell it, but he originally listed it for $17 million, so I think we qualified him as a loser um, during one episode. I, I don't actually remember if he was a loser or a winner for finally offloading it. It was on the market for about six months, and he did take a loss on it, and the reason why we surmise that it sat on the market for so long and that he didn't get his price is because it's ugly AF. Yeah. yeah. This place, um, it was joked about on Twitter that it looked like a community college. Natalie, I believe you've said that it looks like a shopping mall. Yeah. It looks like an industrial office building. 
um, where you might have a corporate retreat, perhaps. Mm-hmm. It's all glass on the outside. And yeah, it straight up does not look like a residential home. Big University of Phoenix vibes, like <laughs> big boardroom energy in the dining room. Um, one of the photos just shows like a bunch of different staircases all going different directions. And it looks literally like the mall that I used to go to when I grew up. Uh, there's weird sculptures out front. It does definitely have University of Phoenix vibes. I'm going to I'm going to go on the record and defend it a little bit, though. I think it's hideous from the outside, but I don't think the inside is that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a lot of natural mm-hmm. light because of all the windows. <laughs> that's a good thing, right? I think that's one of the only good things about it. I mean, the, <laughs> the backyard is actually pretty, pretty big, too. There's a huge pool area. There's like it's like multiple pools. It looks like there's a little bit of a grotto situation. Yeah, um, and you have a big terrace with... Um, beautiful views of mm-hmm. the of Los Angeles down below. It's on Mulholland Drive, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's important to note that this house used to be owned by Tyler Perry, and he was the one who sold it to Pharrell. So mm-hmm. it has a little bit of a celebrity pedigree. Uh, Pharrell isn't the only one with bad taste here uh, yeah. to pick up this house. And so. Tyler Perry didn't hold on to it for very long either. He bought it in 2017 as an investment property, and then sold it to Pharrell in 2018 and then Pharrell put it on the market in 2000 uh 2020 this year so Mm -hmm. um it's it's it no one's really settled down in this house so perhaps the people who just purchased it from Pharrell will make this their forever home (laughs) I don't it's not really the kind of house I feel like you settle down in but you know godspeed well, speaking of houses that we'd like to settle down in, Rachel, 2020 was the year of shelter in place. And so we've been sheltering in our apartments. Um, we both are renters and it's been fine. You know, we both have <laughs> we both have washer dryers, um, which is a blessing. Yeah. We both have central heat and air, which is also a blessing. It is. Uh, feel very safe, very blessed. But I don't feel safe in my shower, but that's okay. Rachel, Rachel's shower is a treacherous place. But we also work at Realtor.com and we see so many houses on a daily basis. And a lot of these houses are huge mansions. And so that made us think, where would we rather have spent 2020 this year? We went through all the houses that we've looked at this year and we each chose the house that we would rather have spent 2020 in. Well, I'll go first. Um... This was a tough contest. Natalie knows. I picked uh, three uh, contenders. I narrowed the list down to three. And then ultimately, my choice would be Pierce Brosnan's $100 million resort-style estate mm-hmm. in Malibu, I believe, right? Yeah, yes. go big or go home. I mean... That's kind of how I feel. I mean, if you're if money is no object and you're allowing me to shelter in place in any celebrity home that we've talked about this year. This is the one I'm going to choose. It is a hundred million dollars. It's on sale right now too. It's, it is for sale right now. So if you have a hundred million and you want to give it to me, I will gladly take it. Uh, This property offers 117 feet of beachfront. So that is my number one reason why I'm taking this house. It is Mm -hmm. right on the beach. Feels like resort. Um, has a 
luxurious pool, all those water features that I like. And the decor inside is really beautiful. It's inspired by kind of Balinese or Southeast Asian style. And that's right up my alley. Yeah, you love Balinese. I do. Polynesian. And you also love um, an all-inclusive resort. And I do. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you're correct. And that's what this feels like. Is Except for it's, I would be getting my own drinks, I guess, during You would be, well, the it, pandemic. no, no, you'd probably have someone to do it for you. <laughs> like, what you'd, I? Be, you'd be sheltering in place with your, um, with my staff. Yeah. With your oh. staff. <laughs> okay. Well, I'd want them to go home too. I mean, that, that was the only thing that gave me cause for pause on this one is if it if I'm spending the year sheltering in place somewhere, would this feel almost too big? And would, you know, I've been going crazy in my four little walls here, but would this be kind of the opposite? Mm. Would I be going crazy for the opposite reason, that it would be too big and I feel too lonely? But I think I would get over it with the ocean views and the pool and yeah. the... Um, uh, fire pits. There's yeah. a beautiful fire pit. I think you'd be just fine. <laughs> okay, good. I'm yeah. glad that I have your um, your validation and your you are approval. supported and you are validated. Thank um, you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to my house that I would okay. prefer to spend 2020 in. This is Justin and Haley Bieber's um, Beverly Hills house. This is not the house the the big 25 million dollar house that they bought this year. This is the house that they are trying to sell. This is what some people refer to as their starter house. Um, they bought it last year for $8.5 million. They put it up for sale a couple months after they, they bought their big, huge house. But I just love the design of this house. It feels very organic and minimalist. Um, there's big floor-to-ceiling windows there's a lot of like natural wood elements like the kitchen cabinets are all like a blonde natural wood um very clean but like still has personality like it doesn't feel cold to me the outdoor area is great too there's a pool there's a plot a little like grassy area where the dog can run around there's a fire pit with a tv so you can like have dinner and watch the football game or a movie um I love that there's this really cool like bar area which literally like one of our dreams in our you know (laughs) in our future maybe plan if we ever could would be to have like a bar type setup where you where my husband would have all of his beer bottles because he collects beer so he would love to store all of those and this just looks like something that I would dream up um I don't know I love this house I've loved it from the moment that I saw it and I know it's not a big huge you know massive mansion but um it just feels it feels very very me and so I mean it is pretty fantastic and it doesn't have to be a big huge massive mansion Um, yeah it's got a hefty price tag on it. It does. Uh, what are they selling it for? Two, two, uh, nine, eight point five, nine million. And it's had a drop in price, actually. Natalie, you are in luck. It's eight point two nine nine million. Oh my gosh, that's just <laughs> eight million above my budget. <laughs> Great. 
It is a pretty fantastic house, though. Um, mm-hmm. It's and it's it's not small by any stretch of the imagination. It's mm-hmm. just no Pierce Brosnan, uh, hundred million dollar estate. This one yeah. is six thousand square feet, um, five bedrooms, seven baths. So, uh, it just looks cozy. And yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think this would be a fantastic place to spend uh, the pandemic. And mm-hmm. if it were on the ocean, it might have my vote too. I know. I. You know, if you compare this house to the house that they bought, which was like three times the price, I'd pick this one every single time. Um, All right. Should we move on to some of our other superlatives? Sure. Okay. This house, uh, this this next house is one that we discussed pretty extensively. Um, I believe it was featured in Winners and Losers at one point. for most over-the-top house of the year, we're giving this award to Dr. Phil and his crazy mansion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> small, small caveat. This is a home that Dr. Phil bought for his son, Jordan McGraw, who mm-hmm. had been living there with his bandmates. So when we talk about how outrageous and over the top it is, we're not necessarily blaming Dr. Phil for it, but he is the property owner. So yes, Um, the reason that this house caught our attention and it caught Twitter's attention, it set the internet ablaze. Um, I'd say it's largely largely because of this uh, staircase with like the snakes slithering about. There's like metal snakes on it. there's also a room with a bunch of assault rifles on the wall, which is jarring. Um, it's the decor of this place is bonkers. Yeah, I would have said I was telling Natalie, um, I would have said this was the ugliest house of the year, except for I, most of it's pretty much decor related. So mm-hmm. other than that hideous staircase, you can probably take out a lot of this wacky stuff and make it your own. Uh, okay. Do you want to do the next one? Sure. Our next superlative is the house that we think will be hardest to sell. And this award goes to the home owned by Chris and Shanann Watts, the subject of the Netflix documentary uh, American Murder. Yeah. The family next door. This documentary took the internet by storm. When was this? Back in August, I want to say. Mm-hmm. End of the summer. Yeah. End of the summer. It was a it was a doc about the murder of Chris's wife and his two daughters and spent a lot of time showing the inside of the home. Mm-hmm. And so we all got kind of a, a sneak peek or an inside view at this place where this huge tragedy occurred and um, the internet kind of ate it up. Uh, the house is in a weird legal limbo right now because they haven't been able to sell it. Um, Chris Watts, spoiler alert, if you have not watched the documentary, stop listening now, fast forward. Um, Chris was arrested for the murder of his family. And so he, being the owner, is in jail. And it's kind of a question of what happens to the house now. Yep. This is, it's a nice house. Um, it's, it's, you know, a classic, I think it's in like a track, track home community. Yeah. Um, but in it's Colorado. a big in Colorado. It's a big house, uh, forty two hundred square feet, and so you know, by any other 
in any other circumstance, we could see this home being a pretty easy sell. It's, you know, it seems like a nice community, well-equipped home. But the fact, like Rachel said, that we literally went inside the house, saw footage inside their bedroom, you know, the neighbors and the police talking to Chris in their living room, that just gives the house a creep factor for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we do report about these murder homes, like we reported on the John Wayne Gacy home, um, the the Los Feliz murder house, these homes, unfortunately, get stigmatized. It's a real sordid story. And if you yeah. haven't seen the documentary and we haven't ruined it totally for you, I would recommend watching it. Yeah, if, if you like true crime and all that. This was definitely one of the most interesting houses of the year and undoubtedly will be one of the hardest to sell. For sure. Um, let's lift the mood a little bit. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about... Murder. What? <laughs> lift the mood a little bit. I feel like it's fitting for 2020. I know, I know. Um, Our next award is for most high-profile purchase. We wouldn't give this award out to just anybody or for any property. And I think that this one is extremely deserving. The most high-profile purchase of 2020, we are giving this to J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez. Um, They bought the mansion on Star Island for $32,500,000. And it was originally listed for $40 million. So they got a bit of a deal. They are joining Sean P. Diddy Combs, um, Rosie O'Donnell, Shaq. All these people have owned Gloria and Stefan. Gloria Stefan. And so it's kind of like there's a pet there's a bit of a pedigree that comes when you buy on Star Island. Mm-hmm. Um I remember, Rachel, you were like, Do you have to be a star to live on Star yeah. Island? <laughs> well, it, you basically do, or you have to be very, very rich. Very rich. Like a wealthy businessman or just like a a-list celebrity there's Uh, only what 30 something homes mm -hmm. there so and it's a a gated community with lots of security so I mean it basically is celebrity island but yeah that is not actually why it's called star island do you okay we also talked about J-Lo and A-Rod owning a house in Malibu Mm -hmm. do you remember when they bought and sold that house yeah they bought it in 2019 and then they put it up for sale um just a few months later Right. right. And there was rumors that maybe Chip and Joanna Gaines were going to remake her house because there was she, there was a paparazzi photo of J-Lo and Joanna Gaines out on the beach in front of J-Lo's house. And it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, is J-Lo going to be on Fixer Upper? And she's apparently a huge fan. But then they put the house up for sale and we never then got nothing. to see. Yeah, we never got to see like new listing photos or anything. So. Um, anyway, this, this is by far the most high profile purchase. Uh, it's Star Island combined with the fact that it's JLo and A-Rod. And that it was a 30, 40, $40 million home that they got for 32.5. Yeah. Also a bit of a deal. (laughs) Stars, they like bargains too. Is it now time for winners and losers? I believe it is. I believe this is the ultimate winner and loser. It's a big title. 
So on every episode, if you are a podcast fan, a frequent listener, you know that we award one celebrity real estate loser and one celebrity real estate winner of the week. And since this is our year in review wrap up show, we are going to award a winner and a loser for the year. Big crowns, big crowns to wear, both the loser and the winner. I'm not sure things can get much worse for our loser, though. I know when I was when I was going through this, and and when you and I were talking about it, there there was truly no better real estate and also life losers. Two people <laughs> losers. Um, it just it just made sense. It was just it like, does. oh yeah, obviously it's them. Duh. Okay. So the real estate <laughs> drum roll, please. The celebrity real estate losers of the year are Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli. You know, their names will forever be associated with the college admissions scandal. They supposedly, and it was later proven, that they paid $500,000 to get their daughters into the University of Southern California. Um, They were two of the celebrities that were involved in this huge fraud case. Um... And probably, likely because of that, uh, they had to sell their Beller Mansion. So they sold it for a reported $18.75 million to the co-founder of Tinder, uh, who's apparently a creep. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going all in on Tinder now. Okay. No, we found that out, remember? I know. <laughs> this, this, this our our real estate losers have many uh have many tenants here. They're just a, s- surrounded by slime balls. Um and so the final sale price of this Bel Air home was massively discounted. Uh they originally put it on the market for 28.65 million. So they had to take quite a cut, um quite a blow on top of all the other blows that they were dealt in 2020. Um, they did end up buying another house because celebrities have to live somewhere except for the few months that they have to spend in jail that they're currently, um, the sentences that they're currently serving. Um, but they originally tried to sell this house for 35 million in 2017. I thought that was kind of interesting that it was just yeah, like, so this is, has this house been on the market continuously for the past three years then? And then they mm-hmm. just had to drop the price significantly, I guess, because of their financial woes and because they yeah. haven't been able to offload it. Yeah. They were desperate. They were like, Oh, we're going to jail soon. Like we need <laughs> got to pay those lawyers. Yeah. Cause they doubled down. They like, you know, Felicity Huffman accepted a plea deal and yeah. they, 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 I, I, from the jump, they were like, no, we're innocent. And it's like, no, you weren't. Yeah. Um, I don't know who to blame that on, whether they had bad legal advice or what, but I um, know regardless, I know. they both behind bars right now. They are. Um, Lori started her sentence, um, on October 30th and Massimo started his sentence, on November 19th. So Lori Laughlin was sentenced to two months. Massimo was sentenced to five months. So that's where they'll be living for <laughs> for the beginning of 2021. Lori's almost out then. October 30th. She gets, right, November. Yeah. So she'll, I guess if she. She, she might be out by the time we finish, while we put up this podcast. 
yeah, this might coincide with Lori's release. So where I will mean, Lori live? Well, she'll live in there that like eight million dollar place they bought. Oh, right. Remember? Okay. <laughs> Just that little eight million dollar place. Well, it's like a little like modern farmhouse and scene. I know home. it's quite cute. It's I mean, cute, it's, but it's also like every home in LA looks like that now. But it's um, certainly not doing too bad to get out of prison and then go live there. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be fine, I guess. Finally, we're going to wrap this up with our celebrity real estate winner of the year. This is the celeb who either made the best deal or bought a really kick-ass house or just generally impressed us the most in 2020. This person is the one and only John Bon Jovi. In one day, he sold his oceanfront Palm Beach, Florida home for $20 million. The same day he closed on that sale, he bought a $43 million home two miles away. Yep. On the same street, I think. We were wondering, was this in fact orchestrated or... Did it just happen like that? Happen. It I mean, has he's to- a busy guy. I'm sure he was like, can we just knock this out? <laughs> Two birds with one stone. Exactly. And it's, he has, you know, probably the same team of people who are helping with him buy things that he has helping with him list things. And so it's like, I got the paperwork here. Let's just do it. And, you know. Yeah. And then you can get back on the road. It, it impressed us that uh, somebody had that much uh, savvy to schedule it on the same day and that much money to get the deed done. Uh, what's not impressive is John Bon Jovi's decor tastes. Um, it's ugly, but it's on the water. So like, okay, fine. Um, he has an affinity for like old world, like very heavy (laughs) decor molding um treatments on you know on the The floor and the ceiling yeah Yeah, it's 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 a vibe (laughs) it's a look it is a vibe um not one that i'm on board with but hey when you have that much money and you are an international rock star i guess you can do whatever you want to do All right, that is it for the last episode of 2020 of House Party. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we stated before, you can check out all the stories that we talked about by going to your podcast app and clicking on the links to these stories. We'll have them linked there for you so you can look at the photos, read all the inside scoop about these places. It's all on Realtor.com News and Insights. Thank you as always for your support this year. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. Um, We'd also appreciate if you would give us a five-star rating and write us a review. That is awesome. And you are awesome. (laughs) If you would like to get in touch with us, we would definitely love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at realtor.com. That's singular podcast at realtor.com. Or find us on social media. We will post these stories there. We will be discussing them. And we would love to hear your thoughts. Do you think 
Uh, these houses are ugly. Do you think they're beautiful? Tell us. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Our handle is at HousePartyPod on all three. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for a strange and wonderful 2020. Uh, we were happy that we could be there with you to talk about houses and, you know, give everyone a little something to to take their mind off of yes. the horribleness. Yeah. Thank you for helping distract us. Uh, we hope that we did the same for you. And here's to better things in 2021. Cheers. And we will catch you next year. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye.